Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe Ventilation System exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe Ventilation System. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today you deserve a moment to yourself every single day and a delicious bite of a keebler sandies can give you that comforting pause don't forget to pack the melt in your mouth magic of a keebler sandies for a post-lunch pick-me-up this magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by ernie and the keebler elves so as life continues to fly by make the most of your me moment take a pause and enjoy a keebler sandies why, hello there, my little cum buckets. Thank you for joining me, your, of course, perfect and haunting stepmother for episode three of The Husband Hunt, where me, your cannot do no wrong, absolutely iconic queen of a stepmom, breaks down a step-by-step guide to securing the husband, a.k.a. the life of your dreams, or many lives and many husbands if you play your cards right. Now, I hope you all remember that you were merely a little piece of sperm swimming in your daddy's scrotum sack. And then you did come to be. And now I have to guide you down the hell road that we call life. So I hope you are paying attention. Now, as we went over in episode two, pursuing, I hope you all have done a successful pursuit and finally found your prey to capture. In episode three, we will be going over capture. Now, as I always do for those of you that seem to have a little numb nuts of heads, in pursuit, we went over smelling gorgeous, being rich making sure that you're not too opinionated, being the person he wants you to be by making you simply irresistible, always being ready to go on any trip at a moment's notice, and always having a good time on your date, luring them to you and never scaring them off, and of course, always being the most enticing flower in the garden. That my dear listeners, is the recipe for successful pursuit, which allows us for a successful capture. Now that we lured them to us, it is time we keep them. They should be sucking off of your goddamn teeth at this point if you have done your pursuit correctly. Capturing, my darling dear, is when things start to get very, hmm, real because it naturally involves family and friends and digging deep into their broader scope of what they think their life is. And that in turn involves you getting other people's approval to capture. 
getting them to be yours and all yours means getting others in their life, important people in their life to agree that yes, you are that special someone and they shouldn't spend another iota of time without you in their life. That is when we have captured our sacred prey. Capture, however, involves so much more than just needing them and everyone else to become fully obsessed and reliant upon you. Why, we need their family and kids to be obsessed too. And we can't fuck this up. Remember family, especially those sticky-fingered little freaks of children, love to stand in the way of everyone's happiness and everything in general. But don't worry. Like any piece of meat, fat can be trimmed. And trimming is what we'll do with a very long, sharp, hard knife. Well, of course, we want the cleanest capture possible. So again, I stress you play it smart and find prey that is hmm, childless and tasty and whose family is obviously dead. But now if you must find yourself in a situation where your capture is complicated, as our first few captures always are, here is, of course, what we start with for your stupid little brains. What not to do. Number one, when capturing, do not make the absolutely ridiculous decision and let your guard down. Never let his mother or... children ever actually know the real you. And that being said, never let him know the real you either. If it happens that they could potentially spot that you aren't the cultured, sophisticated, luring woman their daddy dearest fell in love with, but are in fact Amy, who used to shop at Trader Joe's and worked at a mid-level telemarketing firm, why the whole thing will explode. You will not be the prized possession that daddy can only find one of. You'll be, well, replaceable. And we do not want that. You do not want mommy or the children or the friends or anyone of importance for that matter spotting any holes in your personality. The person you are to him is the person you are to everyone else. Everyone else should want to fuck you just as bad as him. Now, number two, do not lose energy. A part of capturing is being trotted around town like the prized possession you are. This is when he gets to show you off to his community, his peers. He gets to say, look what I have. Remember, he thinks he's captured you. But no, my dear, you've captured him. And all of his friends, everyone in his life needs to be completely transfixed and on your side. So you cannot lose energy. It is important you always keep up with whatever is happening in your surroundings. Say you're invited to an owner's box to watch a football game. You cheer, you flail, you drink the beer, you have fun. Say you're on a boat, for example, getting lulled to sleep. Oh, that wave is just making you relax. Well, don't. It is imperative you stay awake. On that private jet ride all the way to Iceland, you need to stay alert. Because the second you lose energy, the second you, for some god-awful reason, decide to take a nap when you are amongst his family and friends, is the second that they find an opportunity to talk shit about you and potentially sway him in the other direction. Remember, it's a lot easier to dump someone when it's not legal yet. So the last thing you need is someone with influence in his life 
telling him that he can do better than you. There will be no such thing. There will be no such conversation had. Why? Because you will be taking 200 milligrams of time-release Adderall, if I have anything to do with it, to ensure your eyes never even blink. You're so fucking alert. We never want to let anyone whisper anything but our well wishes, especially when they're in our presence. Now, do not, I repeat, do not get too close to the kids. You can, of course, get close to his parents. However, they should hopefully be dead by now. But if you do need to deal with a mother-in-law, if he is a mama's boy, you become a mama's girl. If he wants to suck off her teeth, you suck off the other. You make her think that she has influence over your life when you will be the first one to make sure the plug gets pulled the second she's entered into hospice. Because remember, her money becomes your money. And it's all the game of dominoes, dear. But the children, on the other hand, oh, they're tempting. Their sweet little cherub faces, all innocent, their sparkly eyes, the way that they can't pronounce their R's. Why, it's like they're little puppies just begging for love. But the love is what you're not going to give them. Remember, they are entitled to money just by being born from that little sperm sack I've forementioned. And we need to ensure that whatever money is theirs is, of course, yours. So we can't risk having a Jerry Maguire situation on our hands now, can we? And don't be fooled by their little adorable puffy little cheeks or whatever the fuck piece of noodle jewelry they might make for you. They are just as manipulative and sinister as you. Think of them as your opponents in the game. Rather than winning their love, win the game. Remember, it's too risky. Not all professionals can be as emotionally shut off and deranged as I am at this point. It has taken me, oh, about 27 successful captures to get to where I am. But the children are just too tempting and risky, which, of course, brings me to story time. I guess you could say I made the tragic mistake of getting manipulated by a little pale, prepubescent, pasty slab of fat. Now, his name was Jasper. Jasper van Jensen de Vries van Dieberg, the son of Hans Jensen de Vries van Dieberg, that's right, the heir of every single tulip field in the Netherlands. I spotted Hans while mourning the loss of my seventh husband on a Delta One flight to Paris. I spotted him in the airline magazine discussing all of the gorgeous tulip fields, and I knew that he was my next piece of prey. And I knew that I had to seek him. So what did I do? Well, I went to Amsterdam, of course, to attend his annual tulip fest. So I went in my most gorgeous milkmaid cosplay you could ever see. Why, not even the Van Trapp family in Sound of Music could compare with this little outfit I had on. And of course I knew he wanted that good little American girl that he saw in the cinema. He wanted the girl next door, that American sweet, sweetest pie neighbor. And that's what I was going to give him. So when I met him at the Tulip Fest as I had planned, it was on. I took one look at his big hunk of buttery skin and knew that he was mine. And the cherry on top was, of course he was a widow with one motherless son. 
So what did I do? Why, I made the novice mistake of wanting to become that son's mummy. I made the novice mistake of wanting that son to need me so badly, his father simply couldn't deny having me around even if he wasn't in love with me. I made the mistake of relying too much on little Jasper's approval instead of Daddy Dearest. Now, I thought that Jasper was on my side at the beginning, always inviting me in to eat the toast with sprinkles on it, always wanting to finger paint me in the nude, which I let him do multiple times. Turns out little Jasper was just wanting to steal me away from daddy and take me away from spending time with him. Little Jasper knew that the longer and longer I stayed in Amsterdam, and of course I booked myself a one-way ticket and managed to live with him within three weeks, he realized that his time with Daddy was gone. One second I was getting completely pulled down by his Daddy's uncut Dutch cock, and the next second he comes pounding at the door, fully knowing it was our alone time, just to intrude and wiggle between us in bed. So now it was me... Hans and Jasper. Now, I knew I was coming in on my capture as Hans had planned to charter sailing yacht A all around the gorgeous Ionian Islands on the Ionian Sea. I knew little Jasper knew that this time Hans was going to propose to sweet dear stepmommy with that gorgeous 27 carat pink diamond set in platinum he had happened to bid on in his sleep at Christie's auction. And once it arrived, why, he knew his subconscious wanted him to propose to me, and that's exactly what was going to happen. So when little Jasper sensed that this trip was going to be more than just a monthly jaunt to Corfu, I knew he had something up his sleeve. Lucky for me, I was able to intervene his nanny and pay her off to stop taking him to swimming lessons every Tuesday and instead took him right to the waffle stand to bulk him right up. Now, the second I stepped foot on sailing yacht A, I knew that Jasper was my competition. And Jasper and I were facing off. We were no longer enjoying this gorgeous vacation together. Nay, we were wanting to take each other out. So what did I have to do? Well, unfortunately, I had to toss Jasper overboard, of course. Off he went, ta-ta, bye, splash, right down into the Ionian Sea herself. Oh, it's a shame it was such a stormy night. Usually the Ionian is so calm. And what's that? Daddy and the captain were at the helm and we were at the arse? Well, I naturally had to let him flail and think he was on the brink of death. And then I obviously took off my gorgeous cashmere Brunello Cuccinelli sweater stripped into my Erez bikini and over right in while making a scene, of course, making sure that Hans naturally saw me save his flailing, pathetic little child. Once I got back on board, Jasper looked insane. He kept on saying, she threw me in, she threw me in. And it became very easy for me to tell Daddy, dear, that he was clearly under emotional duress. And the best thing we could do would be to send him to a school for troubled boys. There was a good place to go, seeing as he was only six and so impressionable. And that was how I dealt with Jasper. I eventually did secure the 27-carat pink diamond ring. And it just so happened that Hans died in a tragic Vespa accident later that year. Well, since Jasper was so young and since Hans had no other family... I'm now in charge of 
all of young Jasper's accounts. And looks like little Jasper will have a lot of work to do in order to see any of that money ever again. And he probably never will. Now it's unfortunate to have to do something like that. It, it broke my heart. But that's why you never get close with a child. Never. On to what to do. As I said, capturing a widow is very lucky. And getting close to the child is imperative. Because once you convince a child that they need you, then of course their parent wants you even more. Yes, you will officially become stepmommy, but when he dies, you, as I said, will be in charge of all of the accounts, and it's very easy to cut that little rascal or two or three out. You can also emotionally take advantage of motherless children. They tend to have emotional issues, so of course it's easy to blame things on them and get them sent away, as I just detailed. Do take every opportunity you can if the child, unfortunately, does have a biological parent that his children would be better off at boarding school or to cut them off completely. Because you want the children to grow up well-adjusted. You don't want them to be spoiled rotten like a slab of cream cheese left out in the hot summer's sun. No. You want the kids to go. And you want him to not trust his children. So do take every opportunity you can, especially if they are teens, to frame them. Frame them for murder, Frame them for theft. Frame them for emotional abuse. Just frame them. Get creative. I know you can. Lastly, do be having sex with them as often as you physically can take. A little lidocaine cream goes a long way. But, stepmom, you say, I don't want to have sex with them. I just want to have sex with their money. Well, grow up. A part of getting their money is doling out your assets. And frankly, dear, the more you let them cream, splooge, slurp, slap, and slip all over your body, the sooner they are to leave you all of that good, good coin. Now, of course, once you're legally married, you can do the humane thing and have an affair, of course, but only until you're married. Then the law is on your side. But until then, you cannot be fooling around with anyone that might be tempting. That includes the gardener, the pool boy, the maid, everyone else. You need to be making sure that you are there for them to utilize as a cum bucket whenever they so please. It is a sophisticated performance, dear. Not anything to turn your nose up to. Now, please make sure you stay groomed. I know how you love to get unkempt and bohemian, but there's no time for that anymore. Nobody likes a cat that's supposed to be hairless. Now. The friends. Last and most important, you must make every single person in his life want to fuck you. Then he's going to want to fuck you harder. When he feels and senses that you are beloved and desirable by his whole tribe, why then you, my dear, have become his most valuable asset. Not even all of those Netflix stocks can amount to what that means. He knows that you are the piece, the prize. You are that rare, rare, rare collectible that only comes once in a lifetime. And if he has his friends telling him that, I don't care what you have to do, flirt with them insanely, make him jealous, do what you will, you will get those friends to be on your side. Now, Stepmommy Dearest is going to answer your question. 
Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe ventilation system exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe ventilation system. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the Land of Saints and Sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment. Watch it now on digital. Rated R. How do I take out a new life insurance policy on him without making him suspicious? Finally, someone is listening to my work and knowing the questions to ask. Thank you so much for writing in. Life insurance is a wonderful little thing to always have in your back pocket. Now, there are two ways of doing this. One, you start going on gorgeous trips, such as safaris or perhaps a desert. Ooh, the Amangari, one might say. A little Utah desert, a trek out there. A scorpion could bite you. Why, he could die. You want him to take out as many life insurance policies in your interest. Remember, it's about manipulating him into wanting to need you. If he needs you, why, he should take out as many life insurance policies as possible, especially if you're living out all of his deep, dark fantasies of being Indiana Jones or some dumbass thing that all these pathetic little men love to pretend to be. Another way of doing this is classic. Mm, I just said it right before we took our little break. Darling, drug him. It's so easy to do. You drug him. You take out the policy. He asks who took this out. You say why you did. It's a classic drug and gaslight. And I personally think that there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. You give him a little bit of Valium, a little bit of Xanax, a little bit of Ativan, whatever it is that you have on hand. Crush it up, mix it in a gorgeous little old fashion, and next thing you know, you have a fat life insurance policy ready and waiting for you. And you didn't really do anything wrong other than relax him, pushing him toward a decision you know he would ultimately have made for you. After all, he's in love with you. You're his soulmate and he's yours. So of course, he only wants what's best. And oh my goodness, I can't believe he ran into a tree when we were skiing in Cortina. Oh, gosh, it's a good thing he took out that life insurance policy when you were just enjoying cocktails in Kiowa Island a few months ago. You had no idea that was going to happen, now did you? 
always play dumb. It's always your best friend. Hi. So um, I've got a lot of change happening right now. And I was wondering if you have any advice on how to handle all of it. Like I've got a shit ton of job interviews. I moved to a new city. My girlfriend and I are about to move in together. And um, I just really need some stepmotherly advice on how to process it all. Wow. What a thoughtful question. Here's some advice for you. Don't process it. Don't give yourself but a little ounce of free time to even let that brain think. When we let the brain think, it fucks us up. When we let the brain go and do whatever it wants to do, it will start creating thoughts that aren't helpful to our overall goals in life, which is, of course, being gorgeous, having money, and staying tight. Now, what I suggest you do is ask your girlfriend for her credit card, not yours, and you go out and you max it the fuck out. That's right. You buy yourself everything and anything you want. A new computer? Sure. New tits? Why not? A vaginal labiaplasty? Go for it, queen. You want to get yourself a brand new set of diamond to wear on every single finger? I suggest you go forth. Max out the card. Live your life. Spoil yourself rotten. Spoil yourself so that you are stinking like the piece of Rockford on a cheese platter nobody wants to eat. If you do that, I guarantee you'll distract yourself long enough to forget, hell, (laughs) that you're even in a new city or that, that there's any change going on around you at all. You'll just be suffocating in the bliss of opulence. And that really is the key to life. Oh, and quit your job. Hi, stepmom. Huge fan here. Do you have any advice on what to do to spice up my relations? So my sex life has been in a bit of a rut with me and my other. And uh, I was wondering if you had any tidbits, advice, you know, things that could help, you know, heat up this coming fall. Kisses. Well, thank you so much, dearest listener, for calling in and finally bringing up a topic I can sink my teeth and lips into. Sex something that I can't believe I so foolishly skipped right over when talking about capturing. Of course, when we're capturing, you can absolutely just completely pussy whip the guy. Nothing is more powerful than a libido and two bodies colliding in the sheets. Nothing is more powerful than riding someone till the morning comes. Nothing is more powerful than making them orgasm at the top of their lungs. Nothing is more powerful than you show them sides of themselves they didn't know before and when you dip into their sexual fantasies. So what I would say to you, what's your fantasy? Do you want to maybe dress up as a mailman? Ooh, special delivery. And then what do you know? It's your gorgeous body covered in Tom Ford body oil waiting for your man to slip and slide right in. I always think a little role play is important. And when you get to play someone such as an essential worker, it also keeps the sex very grounded and philanthropic. So it's nice to feel like you're dicking down a nurse or a doctor or um, a postal worker or someone like a lunch lady. It's always good to have sort of grounded role play. I had one guy once who loved it, absolutely loved it when I was his wet nurse. That's right. I would strap on a bottle of milk 
put it on my titter and he would latch right on like a little baby and just knob away all while I was jacking him off. Oh, now that I think about it, that was probably your father I was doing that to. So if you did hear him moaning with absolute ecstasy when you were a child, I (laughs) do apologize. I know he was never able to rebound fully from that gorgeous sex. Starting with some role play is what I would suggest first. Choking on the dick is always a tough second. Getting plowed in the ass, always a third. And the fourth, a good old hand job. Now I know what you're thinking. That is so boring. Nothing that you can't make spicy. Nothing like a hand job while reciting the breakup scene from Kramer versus Kramer. Nothing gets a man hard like reliving his divorce trauma all while fucking his hot new piece's hand. Trust me, it works like a charm. I hope that helps. And our last question that I will get to of this absolutely sloppy wet episode. I actually have a stepmom-related question. My stepmom and I have had kind of a falling out over the past few years. How would you like to rekindle a relationship with your stepchild? What advice would you give your stepchild to win back your heart? Wow. What a sickeningly sentimental question that was. Why, if one of my many stepchildren wanted to rekindle with their darling dearest stepmother, it's simple. Sign over your money to me. Sign over your chunk of daddy dearest's will, and then we'll be square. But if you simply can't do that for some dumb moral reason, you could at least buy me a gift like a jet or a boat or something that would put you so deep into financial debt that you could never buy a house. Your fucking credit is so bad. But if your stepmummy is a little bit more of the soft and tender type, why, there's nothing that a trip to Paris hasn't fixed. Take her on a shopping spree, wine her and dine her, pour just bottles of Chablis down her throat until she doesn't see anything but heart in her eyes for you. And make sure you compliment her work. It's important that everyone knows their faces are sitting right. And when they hear it from a young and hip person like yourself, why it means the world to them. Remember, everyone loves a kiss ass, even if they pretend like they don't. And be a good boy and run off and buy me that mink coat I've been wanting. Oh, and gosh, you really do reek of shallots. Well, that's it from Dearest Stepmother today. I hope that was salty and sinister enough. And to just review what I've told my little (sighs) freakish, rotted mutts you all are. When we capture, we don't want to make enemies. We want people to want us to come in and invade their life. We want our prey to feel inspired, nay, demanded to wed us. We want this to be as easy as possible. The kids, well, they got to go. Unless, of course, they are parentless. And unless, of course, they will truly and deeply and earnestly love you and potentially one day be on your side. We've all seen the classic film Heartbreakers. You could have your own Jennifer Love Hewitt, too. Remember, 
always be aware of what's going on in the environments around you. Never let anybody give you a drink that you don't know what's in it that you haven't poured yourself. You never know who could be slipping Klonopin, and the only one slipping Klonopin is you. Take out the life insurance policy. Get close to the family. Knock a kid off a boat if you have to. Take the family trip. Always say yes. Say yes until we say, oh, no, when they die. Until then, I will talk to you next week when we finally get to secure our capture, when we finally get to make it legal, when we finally have put in all of our blood, sweat, and tears to get it all. Now remember, no one likes a sloppy whore. Get it together, and I'll talk to you next week. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe ventilation system exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe ventilation system. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the Land of Saints and Sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment. Watch it now on digital. Rated R.